nurses, job interviews are a source of stress and anxiety for so many of us. Let's talk about knocking it out of the park at your next job interview right here on episode 115 of The Nurse Keith Show. What's up, everyone? Hello, and welcome back to The Nurse Keith Show to longtime listeners, and welcome if it's your first time tuning in. Thanks for being part of The Nurse Keith Nation. This podcast is all about you and your nursing career, and I'm here to share education, inspiration, and ideas that can get you moving in a positive and inspired direction. I'm a member of the Pulse Media Network of Podcasters, along with RNFM Radio, Elizabeth Scala's Your Next Shift podcast, The Gluten-Free RN, and several new shows that are about ready to drop, including Kevin Ross's The Kick Flip Effect, which is going to be a hard-nosed business podcast for those of you with a business mindset. So get ready and strap in your seatbelts for Kevin Ross's new show. And I really want to encourage you to check out the gluten-free RN. My friend Nadine Grzkowiak is a nationally known expert on all things related to gluten, gluten intolerance, and celiac disease. So if you want to educate yourself, if you want to move beyond the fads, move beyond the confusing articles that don't necessarily make sense to you, the gluten-free RN is where you need to turn for evidence-based information delivered to you by someone who I know truly knows her stuff and walks her talk. Just head over to PulseMediaNetwork.com and look for the Gluten-Free RN. So folks, the show notes for this episode are at NurseKeith.com forward slash episode 115. That is NurseKeith.com forward slash episode 115. I'm super happy that you're here. Let's hop over into the studio and talk about interviews. Come on. So over the holiday weekend on July 3rd, 2017, I published a blog post over on Digital Doorway, and it was entitled, Elevate Your Nursing Job Interview Skills. I wanted to write that blog post because people continue to call me and email me and text me and get in touch because they are scared of interviews. They are anxious. People feel like they don't do well in interviews. Sometimes they bomb really badly and they want my help and they want my advice on how to make themselves shine in interviews. So if you're anxious or if you feel like your interviews just don't go very well, if you feel like you need to knock an upcoming interview out of the park, let's talk about it right now. So if you really want to rock a job interview as a nurse, you need to step up your game, my friends. You need to swing for the fence. And back on episodes 18 and 59, I talked about some of the building blocks of interview skills. I would definitely recommend going back and listening to those two episodes, and they are linked in the show notes. And now we're going to head into deeper territory into a few things I haven't really talked about in depth before. The first thing I want to mention and remind you of is that before you sit down for a job interview, whether it's on the phone, on Skype, or in person, you need to think about what that interviewer is after. What are they really looking for? 
did you check the ad for the position for which you're applying and pull out the key words? What are the key words? What are the essentials that they mentioned in there? What can you speak to in the ad to make sure that you're speaking their language and delivering the characteristics or the experience that they're looking for? What can you say that's going to make you shine in their eyes? One thing I want to make sure you understand is that you need to be able to communicate your passion, your genius. This isn't about generic statements about, oh, I like to help people or, oh, I like to be of service to society. That is too generic. Just like on your resume, which can get a little too generic and boring, your interview can also feel generic and boring. You need to make sure that you're telling them things about you, things that mean something to you and that tell them who you are, what makes you tick, and what makes you the nurse who you claim to be. So differentiating yourself from the pack means being able to communicate your passion and your individual form of genius that can make them sit up and take notice and see who you are as a person and as a nurse. Next, they want to know how you manage your relationships to organizations and also to colleagues. In that blog post, I talked about how interviewers, well, good interviewers anyway, they look beyond the superficial. They want to see how you see your place in the world, whether it's within the wider society and community, if it's in the organization where you're working, they want to know what it is that you're bringing to the table and how you see your place within an organization. Do you play as a team player? Do you play well in the sandbox with others? When you're working for an employer, are you loyal to that organization? Do you really work as a what I've called before an intrapreneur? Do you take ownership of your work within an organization? That's an important piece that they need to understand about you. They also need to see that you're willing to contribute, that you're willing to learn, that you're willing to step up to the plate when you are needed within your workplace community. So nursing doesn't happen in a vacuum. It's collaborative for the most part. They want to see, they want you to demonstrate for them your collaborative nature. Next, I want you to really look at your methods and your strategies for communication. We've all learned about nonverbal communication, hopefully in nursing school, and we are aware of our nonverbal communication and body language when working with patients and also communicating with colleagues. So in an interview, you need to be super aware of the fact that a good interviewer is going to be reading your body language. Are you crossing your arms and legs? Are you closed in terms of your communication? When they ask you questions about yourself, do you answer and look to the side or look at the floor? Are you able to maintain eye contact? Are you drumming your fingers on your notebook or tapping your foot out of anxiety? These are some pieces to look at and these are pieces to work on so that you can ace the interview when it comes to your communication skills. Speaking of body language, your facial expressions are important as well. Do you smile easily? Do you smile too much when you're anxious? 
Do you frown or do you furrow your brow when you're thinking, which might be perceived as or misinterpreted as something else? It might be misinterpreted as that you're unhappy with the question. If you have a tendency to do a certain thing with your face or your mouth or your eyes or the way you move your head, make sure you understand what that is, what that habit is. And if it needs to be changed, you need to focus on how to change it and not cause yourself more anxiety by worrying about it. So just be aware of your body, your face, your voice, and the energetic nature of how you hold your place in that room and how you communicate about who you are. Now, we talked about your passion and your genius Again, I want to emphasize that you need to be able to verbalize your sense of purpose and mission. Now, some interviewers will ask the same old boring questions about your strengths or your weaknesses, and some might try to dig a little bit deeper if they really want to see more about you. So be ready to be able to tell them a story to give them a sense of who you are and why you do what you do and how you do what you do, explaining why you're a nurse or why you're in healthcare, that bigger, bigger vision and mission of your life, being able to articulate that when called upon to do so could really move the needle and could really knock it out of the park for you in terms of a potential employer really taking a shine to you and seeing something special in your eyes. Now, remember back at the beginning of this episode, a few minutes ago, I was talking about wondering what it is the interviewer really wants, wondering what the interviewer is actually looking for. Well, you need to be able to take a walk in the interviewer's shoes. You need to be able to put yourself in their chair and really think deeply about what they're after, not just the characteristics they're looking for you or the keywords they're looking for you to say or the the experience that they want to make sure that you have, but what are their pain points when it comes to hiring and firing and retention of nurses? What do you understand about that organization? Do they have high turnover? Is that a source of stress for this particular hiring manager? Or are they having trouble filling particular positions? Is this organization known for bullying? Is it known for aberrant behavior on the part of doctors? Or is it known for great communication and collaboration? These pain points are probably going to be in the back of the mind of your interviewer. And you want to be able to speak to them that you're someone who can handle it. You're someone who can go in there and be a really active member of the team. Now, a side note, if this organization is known for having bullies or having aberrant behavior running rampant in its hallways, don't go to the interview or go to the interview and practice, but don't work at a place where you know the culture is super, super negative. Now, remember, if you're the interviewer, if you were interviewing you, What would that person want to hear from a nurse applicant? What is going to make them say yes to you and no to someone else? What is it that they're dying to hear? What is it that they're dying to see? Make sure that you know how to walk in their shoes.
Okay, folks, now let's dig into anxiety. Anxiety can kill your chances in an interview. You probably know it if you're an anxious person. And personally, I mean, I love interviews. I haven't been in one for a while, but rather than seeing them as high stakes and do or die, I've always seen them as opportunities to test my skills and to match wits with the person or maybe group of people who are interviewing me. I see them as kind of fun. It's like a way for me to do a little anthropological research. And I understand some of you get in touch with me because you're applying for a really high stakes position. Maybe it's a nurse internship, or maybe it's a doctoral program, or a really high stakes job that you just really want. It's your dream job. So anxiety in those situations is understood. However, you need to be able to overcome your anxiety in the interest of your success so that you can sit in an interview and really, really shine. So I'm a coach. I'm not a psychotherapist or a counselor, but If you have extreme anxiety, if you know that you have an anxiety disorder, if you know that you have social anxiety when you're with groups of people or even conversations with one or two people, psychotherapy or counseling could be really helpful for you to gain control of your fears and conquer your anxiety. If you have garden variety anxiety where you're just anxious and a little nervous and you have butterflies in your stomach because you're going for an interview, there are various things you can do. One is that you can join your local Toastmasters chapter and you can begin by giving two, three or five minute speeches in front of groups of people, a forgiving audience, by the way, in a Toastmasters group just to work on your quote unquote stage presence, your ability to speak about yourself in front of an audience. I'm not saying this is going to be the silver bullet, but if speaking about yourself in front of other people is a cause of anxiety for you, then you need to do it more, actually. Now, there are also breathing techniques. There is EMDR, emotional freedom technique and tapping techniques. There's all sorts of holistic and non-holistic practices and activities out there that you can learn and take part in to overcome your nervousness and your anxiety. The fact is here, folks, the bottom line is that if you're going into interviews shaking in your boots and not able to be your best and not able to deliver a quote unquote performance that's going to win the competition for a job, then you need to do something to move that anxiety, to quell your fears, and to be able to walk into an interview with your chin high and feeling confident about yourself and your abilities to communicate and articulate who you are and what you are and why you do what you do and why you're the ideal candidate for that position. Now, there are also dietary supplements. There are also medications for anxiety. I am not a diagnostician. I am not going to recommend anything in particular. If you need to talk to a professional about controlling your anxiety, there are plenty of ways to do that herbally and otherwise. So think about how you might be able to get control of your anxiety, take hold of it, master it, and conquer it in the interest of your job interview performance. 
One of the ways to get over anxiety for interviews is to practice, 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 practice. You need to practice the questions that make you sweat, the questions that make you squirm in your seat. You can go through lists of questions for nursing interviews in, well, there's plenty of books, there's websites, there are articles and blog posts that talk about the common interview questions. Find the questions that make you uncomfortable. Have a colleague or a friend or family member who's sympathetic do a mock interview with you and walk through those and practice the questions that make you anxious. You can also work with me. I do mock interviews with clients all the time, and I can help you not learn a script, but basically get the story down for particular types of questions and understand how to play a little bit of verbal judo so that you can you can spar with your interviewer and turn things in a positive direction no matter where they happen to be heading in the course of the conversation. So if clinical questions are your nemesis, learn how to approach those clinical scenarios with ease. Or if questions asking for stories or examples from your nursing experience make you shake, you need to practice those. So again, mock interviews going through lists of questions, talking to a counselor or psychotherapist or a coach if you need to overcome anxiety, looking at various treatments for anxiety if it is relatively severe and you really need to overcome it, and also finding ways around your anxiety. What are the things you can do to make sure that you're well prepared for your interview? Sometimes people get anxious because they're not sure where to park. They're not sure where to go. They're not sure about all these little pieces of the interview. So I've recommended this before, and I'll mention it again. If you can do a dry run one or two days before your interview, know where you're going to park, how much change you need for the parking meter, how much you need for the parking lot, which office building to go in, which floor to go to. Some of these things will take away some aspects of your anxiety as well. If you want to talk to me about your interview anxiety, feel free to email me at keith at nursekeith.com and we can chat about that and talk about some strategies for moving this anxiety along so that it doesn't stand in your way of interview success. Hey folks, I want to take a quick pause for the cause here to remind you that I'm going to be speaking once again at the National Nurses and Business Association Annual Conference in St. Pete's Beach, Florida, September 8th, 9th, and 10th, 2017. If you have even a tiny interest in starting a business or a side hustle as a nurse entrepreneur, the NNBA conference is the premier place to be in order to light the fire of nurse entrepreneurship in your heart and mind. And you know what? Kevin Ross and Elizabeth Scala from RNFM Radio and the Pulse Media Network are going to be joining me in presenting a pre-conference workshop on the power of podcasting. That's right. If you would like to launch a podcast, whether it's related to nursing and healthcare or something entirely different, you can learn from us. We're the experts and you can come away with everything you need to know to launch your own podcast. There are also going to be pre-conference workshops on legal nurse consulting, on the business of blogging, 
so many great ways to learn, so many awesome people to meet. This is my favorite conference of the year. So head over to the show notes for this episode and click on the links for more information. I will see you in Florida at the National Nurses and Business Association Conference, September 8th through 10th, 2017. Now we're going to talk about something else completely different. We're going to talk about mercilessly marketing yourself. And I mean mercilessly marketing yourself. An interview, a job application, a resume, a cover letter. It's all about marketing, my friends. I've said it before and I will say it again. You are, in essence, a commodity in the job market. And you need to be able to sell yourself, your product, your service, like the salesperson you need to be. And here's what I said about marketing in that blog post. I'm going to read you a quote. In business, we identify what's known as our unique selling proposition, also known as a USP, behind our product or service, and we then use that unique selling proposition to appeal to potential customers and buyers. To sell our product or service, we need to know our target market, and we need to use a sales pitch that appeals to their sensibilities. A product or service simply needs to affordably solve a pain point or problem felt by the consumer. So when it comes to you walking into that interview, facing your interviewer, what are the pain points felt by that organization and that interviewer? What is it, like I said, that they need to know about you? You need to be able to very, very clearly address those pain points. Let them know that you are the candidate that can deliver what they're looking for. Here's another quote from that blog post. For you and your nursing career, the pain point of your potential employer is that they need to fill a nursing position with the best possible candidate who will give them the best possible return on investment. Nurse turnover can cost tens of thousands of dollars. Thus, a hiring manager wants to try to choose high-quality nurse employees who will contribute in positive ways and remain with the organization for as long as possible. Imagine that. You're a hiring manager who needs to bring nurses into an organization. You know that it's going to cost twenty, thirty, forty, maybe fifty thousand dollars to onboard that nurse. And if that nurse leaves within, let's say, six to ten months, that money is pretty much down the drain and you're back to square one. So that interviewer is under pressure, probably from people higher up than him or her, to hire good people. And I've done hiring myself. I've made some horrible mistakes in my hiring, and I've hired some great people too. It is a high-pressure situation, so feel empathy for your interviewer, feel compassion for them, and know that you're doing them a service by being able to be the best interviewee you possibly can be. So here's part of the case that you need to be able to make about yourself when interviewing. You need to make the case that you're the ideal candidate for that position. You need to make the case that your longevity at the organization is going to provide them with an excellent return on their investment because they are indeed going to be investing in you. You need to make them understand that you will be a great cultural fit that you will understand the culture of the organization and you will integrate 
into the culture of the organization. You need to make sure you communicate to them the skills and experiences and the rich life experience that you're bringing to the table and that you are what they need in order to solve their problem. You also need to be able to tell them that you're going to deliver consistently high quality nursing services in whatever capacity you've been hired for. So whatever the job description is, you need to be able to look them in the eye and communicate to them and tell them clearly that you can deliver the goods. And finally, you want them to walk away from that interview feeling like they are never going to regret the decision of bringing you into the family, into the community and the organization. They need to walk away from that interview feeling like, wow, that is one amazing person. She just blew me away. So if you can do that, if you can really move the person to see who you are, this psychology, this strategy, this technique for approaching your job interviews is definitely going to make them more successful for you. So remember, an interview is about marketing. It's about language. It's about your mission and your purpose. It's about communicating your values and communicating that you, the job candidate, you have a very specific contribution to make to the organization and to your future colleagues and employer. You need to make sure that you can differentiate yourself from the pack and that the relationship between the employer and you is a two-way street and you are also going to hold the expectation that you will be supported by that organization to succeed, that you're going to be set up for success and you're going to be a highly valued and a very, very valuable member of that community and organization. So folks, I hope this has been helpful. I want you to think of interviews in this strategic manner. It's not just about the questions. It's about so much more. There are subtleties to interview techniques, and there are subtleties to how to approach it energetically and otherwise so that you can go there and basically blow them out of the water. So I hope you feel uplifted and empowered from this episode. If you have more questions about interviews, email me at keith at nursekeith.com. Head over to Twitter, Nurse Keith. You can ask me questions there or my Facebook page at Nurse Keith Coaching. I want you to take inspired action every day in the interest of your nursing career and your professional satisfaction and development. Sometimes that inspired action is just shooting me an email and asking me a question. You can also go to nursekeith.com and click on the bright pink banner on the far left margin of any page of the website and leave me a voicemail. I will play your message on air and answer your question right on the show. And if you appreciate the Nurse Keith Show and you'd like to support me in growing the show and reaching more people, you can pledge as little as $2 a month, basically as a subscription to the Nurse Keith Show at patreon.com forward slash Nurse Keith. That is P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Nurse Keith. A bunch of my wonderful listeners are pledging every month. It's wonderful. $2 a month is basically 50 cents per episode that you're supporting the production of the show. If you pledge at least $5 a month, I will send you some gifts by snail mail to 
thank you. And you can head over to patreon.com forward slash Nurse Keith to read about the gifts and the special things that I will be rewarding you with for supporting the show. The Nurse Keith Show is edited and produced by the unparalleled Tim Hollowell of thepodcastingguy.com. Tim is also the producer and editor for many of the shows over at the Pulse Media Network, and we couldn't do it without him. Social media and promotion are handled by the wonderful Mark Cappy Spiesen. Hats off to Mark and Tim for their awesome help every week, week in and week out. I couldn't do this without them. Please consider signing up for my newsletter at nursekeith.com. Leave me that voicemail over at nursekeith.com. Stay positive. Care for yourself and others. Take inspired action in the interest of your career and keep tuning in again and again as we explore how to make your nursing career more satisfying, more fun, and more successful than you ever imagined. Be well, dig deep, keep in touch, folks, and adios till next time. See you here on The Nurse Keith Show. 